Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, gals, ghouls, girls, non-binary, or anything in between. My name is Janine, and you're listening to Noir and Nope. Hope you had a fabulous week so far. It is Sunday. Hopefully you're chilling out from a hard work week. Sorry for not producing any podcasts last week. Last week was, or last weekend slash that Monday was my birthday and I was not trying to do anything besides chill and eat but I eventually had to actually on the day of my birthday had a job training so luckily it was at home so it was a online training but still it was just annoying (laughs) it was annoying to have to do on my birthday but at least I didn't have to go out so no worries there Uh, Like I said, I hope you all are having a fabulous week or had a fabulous week. Hope you're winding down and chilling this weekend. And I don't know what's going on in the world, but I'm going to really need those condos on Moaz to open up post-haste because there's a lot of crazy sugar honey iced tea happening in the city. I was watching the news earlier and someone shot up a, what was it, a a baby shower in the Bronx. A 21, 22 year old individual was killed, and one other person, a 10 year old, was shot in the shoulder. Crazy, ridiculous. And of course, the young lady who was not too far from where I am, she got in between her former boyfriend and her current boyfriend while she was eight months pregnant while they were in a scuffle. I think her name was Shanice Young. And the ex-boyfriend ended up shooting her in the head three times while her children and siblings were in the car nearby and witnessed the whole thing. Absolutely heartbreaking. Ugh, it's just too much, too much violence against everyone, but so much violence specifically towards black women another story that was just so what the fuck was a guy i don't know if any of you seen that a guy in brooklyn kicked this woman in the chest like sparta kicked like 300 kicked her in the chest and she tumbled down these escalator stairs because stairs in general are hard but escalator stairs come on because he walked past her bumped against her while walking past her up the escalator and she said why don't you say excuse me because he bumped her right and he apparently turned around and said I did say excuse me and then that's when he kicks her and she literally rolls down to the base of the escalator stairs that happened near Barclays Center in Brooklyn I'm vaguely familiar with that um, area as well as that particular subway station but 
the video itself was just like whoa so many things in that video first and foremost obviously the assault but also there was maybe three other people on the escalator one woman was actually right behind a girl who was assaulted and then the escalators that were over a few there were some people on there as well and no one helped her no one helped this woman who was just assaulted clearly probably bewildered at that moment at the base of the escalator no one helped and in a video the woman that was almost directly behind her she gets bumped as a woman was falling down the escalator and she kind of looked down then looked back up then looked down again but she didn't do anything and I get the initial shock of something like that because obviously that's not something that happens every day. But dude, when you get your bearings together, why wouldn't you see if she was okay? New York is just, I really want to get out of Dodge, quiet as it's kept, because the more I realize, the more I go out into the world, I should say, which is unfortunately going to be more often because now I am employed. The more I realize people are just, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's happening, but people and their manners and their common sense and their just empathy is either not there or immensely dwindled. Even common pleasantries, you know, saying good morning, how are you, excuse me. I'm usually the one who says it and people don't say it. People don't register it. I don't get it. Um, when I was working some event, it was near Grand Central. And this was some years back. And I was standing near the staircase and I see something out the corner of my, art, my eye just run. And it was, it was a homeless guy, ultimately. But I was like, what the hell just happened? And the guy who was walking down the stairs fell down these stairs, hit his head really bad. And this homeless guy ultimately was one of the only ones to see and run to his aid to see if he was okay. And in another incident that had no involvement, I ended up like telling my coworker to go get a police officer and then they called the EMTs and then everything was okay. And another incident, a friend of mine actually fell in the street. I think she fell on like uneven pavement or whatever. And none of the bystanders helped, but like two homeless guys ultimately helped her. And it's just like, wow. I know not everyone is the same, but a lot of these instances, there have been people who have been impoverished themselves. They've been people that have been down on their luck or living on the streets or whatever the case may be, have been helping these individuals as opposed to people who are going to work, who are, you know, going through their everyday lives, stepping over you. Speaking of stepping over you, and going back to escalators. Apparently this guy didn't want to, and this is a story my mom told me, and this happened recently. Apparently this guy did not want to go walk down all the stairs. So he decided to slide. As you know, when 
it comes to escalators, you have the little area kind of to the left or the right or both that has like that smooth silver thing where it looks like you can slide off of it. Um, so this guy was actually on his stairs. So adjacent to the stairs was that smooth little kind of silver slide looking thing. So instead of, you know, walking down the stairs, I guess he got tired of walking down the stairs. He decided to slide on that silver thing, hit one of those bumps because they usually have little kind of, I guess, ridges is the correct word, whatever. He hit one of those and just tumbled and fell. And one guy walked up to him, didn't help him out, but started recording. That's another thing. People, and I get in certain instances, recording shows proof of an assault or something happening. Kind of like the young lady, the 15-year-old girl who was very instrumental in the George Floyd incident. If she wasn't recording, we would not have known exactly what happened. So I understand recording from that aspect. But I don't understand why you would not help the person up and instead record because it was no it was just lack of intellect in that particular instance he just wanted to do something silly he played a stupid game he won a stupid prize and the guy instead of helping him up he decided to record his fatality he didn't die i'm just saying fatality because like mortal Kombat. anywho yeah it's a lot of crazy crap going on here in New York City. And it's probably going to get worse or it's in the midst of getting worse because as most of you know, the whole unemployment thing has been put on the kabat. Uh, a lot of people are not getting unemployment anymore because they have exhausted their 26 weeks. Was it, was it 26 weeks? 26 or 28 weeks. They've exhausted those. And so... Not a lot of people are out of a job. Um, a lot of people are hiring, but a lot of people are like, nah, I'm good. For what reason? It could be a multitude of reasons. A lot of people have actually said before the pandemic, they were making a lot of money. And what they're being offered now is a fraction of what they actually received. And they don't feel like it's worth it. I don't know what these other these people's means of income are now maybe they're still on unemployment maybe they're living off of savings i don't know but i get that you want to continue to make a living especially if you have kids a family you want to make the same living that you did before and it doesn't make much sense to go to something that is less paying i get that but i do it's kind of a uh Kind of a double-edged sword yes you want to go back to work yes you want to be a contributing member of society but you also want to be compensated handsomely or beautifully for your your work because there are people still getting covid and they got the vaccine and i know a vaccine is not a cure a lot of you were confused on that on that little tidbit but you still are risking your life in many ways when you go out of, out of your home you are risking your safety in terms of people being crazy. There's apparently a rogue woman on West 4th Street in the subway randomly punching people. 
I mean, what the fuck? And I think they said she was a random white woman. I don't know if that means anything, but still. You're risking your life in terms of being assaulted. In terms of just the craziness that's happening in general. And you're also risking your life because we're in a Panasonic. A global Panasonic. And there's a damn virus going around. So a lot of people were like, I don't want to risk my life in either one of those aspects. I want to continue to stay home. And I get that. And there's a lot of stay at home working jobs, but a lot of them are trash. I tried one and I hate, I hate when people say one thing and the job ends up being another. I've been working since I was 18. So technically 16, but whatever. That wasn't a paid job. But after a certain while, you learn to read between the lines of jobs and what they say that they want and what the actual job description is versus what you have to do. There's a lot of wording or play on words that you, if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't understand. So it's, it's, it's a lot of that. Um, I think I was doing, essentially I knew it was telemarketing, but honestly, they made it seem like, oh, there's no sales involved, which technically there was no sales involved, but you're still, even though it's not something that they're purchasing from you, you're selling something or setting up an appointment with the hopes that the sales rep actually comes and sells them something. So it's, it's a lot of loops. (laughs) It's a lot of twists and turns. You know what I'm saying? A lot of wording that has been, you know, kind of manipulated. So yeah, I mean, I would love to work from home, but that's not an option for many reasons because a lot of these work from home things they're not necessarily customer service. They end up ultimately being telemarketing. And telemarketing is the worst. It's so, so soul-crushing. Uh, it makes my chest hurt just thinking about it. But I get why people are not about that work life right now. And I think Biden was just like, I'm doing funding your lives. I'm just going to cut this unemployment. And you do you. Am I... In my Paris Milan voice, if you know who Paris Milan is on YouTube, she does this hilarious voice, struggle voice that she does. It's so funny. But it's just hard out here because even though the unemployment wasn't a lot, you still felt safe in the confines of your own home. And you didn't have to, you know, deal with the, the you know, the wretcheds. Speaking of wretcheds. I was in a subway the other day and there was like four people, like two or three kids and an adult with these big ass bikes. One of them almost hit me with the wheel of the bike. And they were literally riding up and down on the platform on their bikes. Just like, God forgive me, but I was hoping one of them 
fell on the tracks i was just like why the hell would you ride your bike in the fucking subway like first of all you already have a mode of transportation are you cheating in a race why are you in the subway with your bike i always think that i always think when i see somebody on the subway with a bike i'm like you are cheating in a race where's your numbers anyways it's just a lot of weird shit happening and i don't blame people for not going to work i have to go back to work because again unemployment is not it's not giving what it's supposed to give it's not giving anything it's over so i was lucky very blessed i'll have i'll have to say to have gotten um employment and funny thing about it is i wasn't going to apply because i didn't think i was qualified and i was like you know whatever i'm just gonna apply the worst that can happen is they'll say no or i never hear from them and i heard from them like two days later so yeah so i i it's crazy out here please be safe please be protected keep your head on a swivel especially ladies because these men are acting buck fucking wild for no apparent reason and and just stay safe please please stay safe know your surroundings when you get that spidey sense tingling when something doesn't feel right don't do it get out of the situation go to safety i don't care i don't care what situation is just get out please be safe out there y'all been some disturbing things happening um like i specified before um there's two stories that pop into my head that i'm just gonna briefly talk about and then i'm gonna end it with some goofy shit um so the young lady gabby petito i hope i'm pronouncing her name right uh she's been missing for a while now um close to a week or a little over a week and she's from florida first and foremost and her significant other boyfriend whatever he's missing too he's apparently on the lam so unfortunately like we mostly all thought he is probably guilty of whatever it is that has happened to her but the real telling sign was when he came back from the trip without her i've had friends who had spouses that and they've gotten into tit for tats while they were on a trip or wherever away from home and they've always come back together that's not something that you do you don't leave someone that you're either married to dating whatever the case may be whatever romantic whatever level of romantic relationship you're in you don't just leave the person unless it's a safety issue like you are scared of some bodily harm being done to you then yeah you would escape that situation that's a different story but you allegedly had an argument and all of a sudden you just decided to dip instead of either talking it out or if y'all left you would leave together it's just come on now and this just makes him even look guiltier uh but anywho another story that was a little weird there was this guy by the name of his name is not important he's a piece of shit uh he was apparently stalking this woman in dallas texas this story has went viral maybe uh three or four days ago 
Uh, apparently, he thought it was a good idea to knock on this woman's door, this woman who has two children, who moved from her, I forgot where she was originally from, but she just moved there. And this guy proceeds to knock on her door or ring her bell because she has a little ring alarm thing or ring camera. Um, this strange man appeared at her door to flirt with her and ask her for her number. What? And apparently this man has been stalking this woman for a bit and his response to being rejected by her, yet attempting to lie about his actions, despite him being caught on her home security camera doing what he denied he that he did and he also has a history of harassing other single mothers yeah this guy came out of nowhere rang on her doorbell and was like oh i see you around and because they're from dallas they don't sound like that but you know what i mean i see you around you know i just want to just know if i could come in and sound like he suggested something sexual and she said that she wasn't home good thinking on her part and he was like oh yeah but i'm not like uh, these other dudes you know what i'm saying um you know you come get with it. i'm different you know i'm different everybody who says every man who says that i'm different they ain't they just as trash but he's like, i'm different you know what i'm saying won't you you can open the door you know uh you maybe slip the, your number under the door and she's like um I'm not home. He's like, oh, okay. And then he does it. Does this interview with this dusty, trying to get clout, trying to get or go viral, talking about how he was dealing with this woman who he has a child with, and apparently, this woman that he rang her doorbell had his phone because. He lost it or misplaced it and he was under the impression that his baby mom took it. So the guy that the baby moms was dealing with was, I don't know. It didn't make, his story didn't make any sense. He basically lied and said he was trying to get his phone because it was stolen and the find my iPhone said that it was located there. First of all, from personal experience, I'll tell you this. Find my iPhone will not tell you the exact building, the exact apartment number, the exact anything when you lose your phone. It's basically telling you the general area. Like if you lost your phone and you found it or pinged it in the projects, good fucking luck because <laughs> that's all it's going to tell you. It can't tell you anything else. So the fact that he was said he went to her exact apartment and said that he was just trying to get an iPhone, his iPhone back, but he was trying to do it in a way so he was flirting with her so she would answer the door or something like that. So fucking dumb. So dumb. But yeah, creepy. Women, please, please stay alert. And what really, what really pissed me off was she wanted to... Dallas police, which has a history of a lot of things, we won't get into that, but they want, she went to the police, told her story, and this receptionist there, whatever you call 
the person at the front desk at a police station was so flippant and so disrespectful and low-key rude um the woman that was being stalked said well how what if he does this again what if he because they didn't do anything they just could say file a restraining order or something like that and she says to her sorry my phone cut out because someone was calling me and they didn't call and hang up unfucking believable but anyways like i was saying she the young lady went to this the dallas police department and she says what is he what if he does this again what if he tries to you know do something extreme and then the woman at the reception was like well we can't well you can't predict the future bitch the nerve the audacity she needs her whatever type of license or whatever she does. she just needs to not be working there at all. she doesn't need to be working honestly she needs to find a comfortable place under a bridge and live out the rest of her caucasian life but anyways disrespectful on 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 all counts this guy was disrespectful the police department's response was disrespectful unfortunately they don't do anything until you either retaliate against your stalker or your stalker does something to you and that lady at reception she needs her job gone she needs to collect her 26 weeks of unemployment and reevaluate her life that's what she needs to do and i don't not 100 percent sure about the laws in dallas texas but baby if you did that and I was able to carry a license for a gun, it'd be over for y'all. It'd be over for y'all. But I understand she has two children, so she has to think about their safety and well-being. So she did it very strategically. And I appreciate her smart thinking in this really weird, intense time. I don't understand why so many dudes, not all, but listen why so many just do weird shit like this it's very odd the whole thing is odd 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 um so with that being said there was a story circulating sometime back and by sometime back i mean like i don't know three days ago (laughs) this guy he's apparently a professor a mathematician he was played by this Russian woman who he was allegedly dating for three years, not in person, online dating for three years. And she finally came to America and ran his pockets, ran his pockets. But listen to a little bit of audio from YouTube. Um, it's from Lexus Exodus. I highly recommend her channel. If you are on YouTube, definitely subscribe to her anywho this professor claims he was deceived by a quote mail order bride and they met in russia and their marriage only lasted three months in the united states so let's play a little clip here there are misconceptions about mail order brides he saw it as a way to meet women serious about marriage and he thought he did he met a woman in person had a three-year courtship, then married her. But now, 
lost $50,000 and is asking the federal government to look into it. An accomplished mathematician, Dr. Jonathan Farley, looked at finding love like a statistics problem. There are 10 million more women than men in Russia. He liked his odds, so he traveled to Siberia where he met a woman in an unconventional way. So I met her in 2013. I uh, used a mail-order bride website called elenasmodels.com, and even though they use the term mail-order, no one actually arrives in the mail. The website delivered. Jonathan met his match. Alona Arturovna Dauksha. She was 20. He was 42. Despite the age difference, they thought they'd give it a shot. We stayed in touch. I sent her about 250 questions about family life, you know, how many kids would you want to have, other aspects. Um, uh, and, um, and she answered all of them. He met her parents in Turkey. They dated for three years, then married at the Towson Courthouse. And what was supposed to be the start of an exciting chapter soured quickly. And then her behavior completely changed. The arguments and, and insults uh, and the spending was incredible. So we went to places like Walmart and she would spend $400. We went to Bed Bath & Beyond, she spent $900. We, I don't remember how much we spent at Ikea. He says the spending continued as well as the insults until he hit his breaking point three months into the marriage. Alona wanted a new coat. When Jonathan offered to go with her to make the purchase. She said, give me the money, give me the money, give me the money, the $500. And this alarmed me so much that I realized I had to get out of there. Again, he tried to reconcile, but the two agreed to sign a separation agreement. Jonathan bought her a plane ticket to Turkey and gave her $3,000 to start a new life. And she told me something cryptic that she could have been much harder on me. I didn't think she could have been much harder. Uh, at one stage, uh, I had a $12,000 credit card bill. <laughs> I think I may have had two of them. Jonathan didn't know what she meant until he went back to their apartment. He still had a, a table and three chairs, but everything else had, had been taken. He says she cleaned it out in two days. Looking at the empty room, it finally hit him. All of her seemingly strange behavior then made perfect sense. That it was a scam from the very beginning, just to get the green card, just to spend as much of my money as possible. She had never, she had never intended for the marriage to work out. He called police, petitioned the state's attorney. Both turned down his request to file theft charges. Under Maryland law, a spouse cannot steal from a cohabitating spouse. He messaged the FBI and U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, but nothing came of it. He says Alona at one point even threatened him, implying she's affiliated with the Russian mafia. But maybe the biggest blow is that they still share a name. Uh, I'm still married. <laughs> uh, so, her. yes, to her. So two and a half years later, I do feel really stupid, I have to admit. But I don't beat myself up because it was a good scam. We spoke to his divorce attorney who said it's taken some time to finalize the divorce because Alona's out of the country. They have a hearing scheduled next month and we were able to reach Alona. She disputes what he told us and made some... Okay, I keep getting phone calls and when you record on anchor via your phone a phone call that you get automatically cuts the audio so apologies i'm gonna get through this <laughs> um i hope you heard the previous audio i just wanted to give my 
two cents about it. So this guy, older black guy, not old, 42 years old, decides that his odds are better in Russia to get a wife. And apparently he dates, quote unquote, a Russian woman for three years. And I just thought of something. Hold the front door. Hold the front door. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He's 42. She's 20. They were dating for three years. So were they dating when she was 17? Oh, hell no. That is nasty. When he was 39 and she was 17. Okay. Whew. Okay. So this guy seems to be accomplished in his life. He has a doctorate. He's a professor at a college. He seems to be very well put together on paper. So why is it that he has not found anyone of any substance here in the United States? It doesn't say exactly where he's from, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. Any state in the world. If you couldn't find one woman. Just one. One would say in their very limited amount of interactions with people that a lot of times when guys go overseas to meet not only a foreign woman, but a younger, significantly younger woman, he wants to be the dominant person in the relationship. He wants to be, I guess, well, yes, the breadwinner, but he also wants to be the I'm drawing a blank on what word I'm supposed to use but he wants to have control over her let's just put it that way and she little did he know she was playing the long con the long con and when you usually get con because this this happens a lot when black men I've seen it mostly with black men who go overseas to either have trysts with women and then hop back on a plane back to the states or to find you know women to marry overseas either of these women will bust them upside the head tie them up and rob them and have their like cousins and brothers ransack their house take all their money and all that that's the short con (laughs) that's the short con that's the con where you know, men go to Brazil and Colombia, maybe even certain times Mexico to get their rocks off. Not knowing that these women are setting them up. They have no interest in them, either physically or sexually. And they wake up in their drawers tied up to the bedpost with all their belongings gone. That's the short con. But the long con (laughs) is the one where these women put put in time three years is not a long time but it's a significant amount of time to you know boost this guy's ego marry him then take him for all he's first of all he said he spent 50k right but did you hear him complain about her spending 400 dollars at walmart walmart Listen, I know... Listen, I I understand. 
I understand that millionaires, well, he's not a millionaire, but apparently he's well off. I understand when you have money, you keep it by not spending it a lot. But who sits up here and complains about Walmart and Bed Bath & Beyond, which is expensive. You got you got me there. And he mentioned another place, um, Ikea. You really, you really, because this is what he thought. He thought he was just going to have a meek and mild young lady. These Russian women are built different. <laughs> you thinking you're getting somebody meek and mild because she's 20 years old? No, she ran your pockets. And damn it, I'm glad she did because who the hell would want to be in their right mind a 42 year old man with a 21 20 year old girl that probably started a relationship when she was 17 why are you going on a mail order bride site because you wanted somebody subservient you wanted somebody submissive and you got your pockets ran and the fact that you wanted to use the FBI and the police to rectify your stupidity is beyond me because you're just going to have to cap you're going to have to hold that out like why would you think a 20 year old would want anything to do with you he's not an ugly guy he kind of looks like ugh, you know the black character from Futurama <laughs> he looks like him but that's not the point like what do you what what did you think was going to happen? Did you think this 20-year-old wanted to spend her 20s with a 42-year-old American man? When I was 20, 42 was the age of probably my mom's boyfriend. Fuck, I look like spending time with a 42-year-old person when I'm 20. The only time I, I was spending with somebody that age was in a classroom when I was in college when they were teaching me which is what he does he's a freaking teacher you would think he would have some sense but a lot of people who are book smart they're not very savvy when it comes to common sense and street smarts I've noticed that but what in the entire hell (laughs) what it's just it's beyond me that this still goes on like y'all didn't catch on yet men y'all didn't catch on that these women are just using you unless you want to be used they're using you for what you got to get what they want and maybe you maybe maybe he just needs to not date he's still married to the woman because obviously she's in another country she can't really I guess you could sign the papers and fax them but I don't know how it goes when it comes to marriages of people who are citizens technically of different countries but I don't listen maybe he learned his lesson or maybe he'll just be dumb enough to do it again but just do it with someone who actually lives in the states who knows but this was just the dumbest thing I've ever seen <laughs> this is like ni- this is how 90 day fiance became so popular because you got dummies like this older guys who want to have sucked the youth out of these women and think that they were are interested in spending 
their life with you. You, you really are that age struck because a 30, 35 year old woman would have been a lot more suitable intellect wise, men- mentally. What do you even talk to or talk about with a 20 year old? I knew from the wedding photos, they showed the wedding photos in the video. I knew the fact that she was had shades on her head that she wasn't taking this shit seriously. Those wedding photos look like someone graduating. It looked like a graduation party. And one of the graduates invited their professor, the principal of the school. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It's ridiculous. Do better. Just do better. That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.